Can you say, I like cops without your lips touching? I like cops. Awesome. New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, welcome to another episode of Breaking Down the Tape, now brought to you by Dark, Dark Arrow, Arrow Podcast. Um, so I'm Zach. This is Hector. What's up? Um, so now I suppose we'll actually introduce ourselves to the fans since we're official now. Yeah, we did like 50-something episodes and no one even <laughs> knew who was talking. Some some bald guy, which I guess you can't tell through my <laughs> voice. Um, but So anyway... Um, like I said, you know, we're now brought to you by Dark Era. We've been picked up by a producer. We're super happy to announce that. Um, we've got a nice little setup. Uh, pay attention to our Instagram and Facebook pages to see the new man cave and the new studio that we got working at Hector's Casa. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, you know, like always, uh, like, follow, share, breaking down the tape is on Instagram, Facebook. I'm getting back on Twitter. I know I've sucked at that. We Ho- got so many other social media platforms. Yep, uh, going to be making TikToks. I'm Spotify. going to force Hector. Yep, yep. Yeah, definitely go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, share us, follow us, um, you know, rate us if you can. Also, breaking down the tape at yahoo.com. Please feel free. Reach out to us there. You're always more than welcome to comment on the socials. But if you want to keep your... your um, Input, anonymous, whatever you have to say, anonymous, or whatever the deal may be, just reach out to us there. Um, so, also, want to give a quick little shout-out to On The Job. It is a podcast also under Dark Arrow. Um, a couple of yep. firefighters, which as somebody formerly in the EMS field, you know, they get to get all the glory uh, while we do all the hard work. Uh, <laughs> but, no, a uh, bunch of great guys, you know, led by Antonio. Um, crew, yeah, yeah. Talking about a whole lot of things. They do a lot of interviews. Um, a lot of... They got a couple big names and interview, uh, episodes already out. Um, yeah. Look yeah. them up. Hear them. They got some good guys. I know they did a... I watched and listened in on their uh, TikToker. They had like a TikToker yes, on there. Yeah. Like Sydney Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely going to be bigger than her. You know, competition. <laughs> <laughs> not as sexy. No, not nearly as much. Uh, because now if, if this video does making it onto YouTube... Boy, are you guys gonna be disappointed. Uh, Semper <laughs> though. Um, yeah, with my Pinkie Pie. Oh no, that's uh, Rainbow Dash because I have a little five-year-old uh, girl at home, so I wear my little pony shirts now. And I'm just always Marine Corps decked out. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of like always, you know, we're not really switching up the structure of the show too much. So we'll go right into around the world of sports. Then we'll talk about around the world of the NFL. We've got some great topics um, now that. Week 17 has concluded. Yeah, it's over, and then and the playoffs are solidifying. It's solidified. Yep, yep. So it's kind of a bittersweet moment. You know, super happy to get to the playoffs, although the but it's Jets getting haven't. closer to the end. <sighs> we only have a couple more weeks. But this is the best part. This is yes. the best time. This, this is, is where the best of the best go out and play their best. Yeah. It's or their new, worst. It's a whole new season. Yeah. I, I mean, you've got teams... You know, that are technically less than 500 in a team, less than 500 in the playoffs. And who knows? Let's they could win about, it all. You know what? You know, but. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, so we'll be talking about playoff matchups and predictions. 
We'll be going through the year's awards, so MVP, Coach of the yep. Year, stuff like that. Um, and then one thing that if you guys watched football Sunday Fuck night, Eagles. bro, we've got to talk about it. You can't end the season. I know this has been a weird season. I know a lot of things have happened. I know COVID has been a weird thing, but to end it like that, um, we're not going to get too much into it. So you'll just have to stay tuned uh, to hear how we really feel about it. <laughs> um, so honestly, look, dude, let's just roll right into it. Talk to me about around the world of sports. So around the world of sports, we got a few things going on. On the MLB side, ex-Yankee Phil Hughes um, announced his retirement today. A little weird because it's two years after he actually threw his last pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that. That's, I mean, not that it's like hyper uncommon, but I just feel like that's a weird headline to see all the same. Yeah, I mean, you see guys do that kind of in like football you know, sure. they wait a couple years. Thought and Antonio then, and then, Brown was going to do know. it for sure. Um, but he retired 34 years old. He was a world champ with the Yankees in 09. Um, he was supposed to be, like, their ace to be, and it just never really panned out. He was right. just an okay, you know, solid pitcher. Right. Um, finished up his, his um, yeah, he's a World Series champ. You can't, can't knock can't the kid. Can't sleep on it, yeah. Um, and then he went on to play for, like, Minnesota and, and uh, San Diego for a few years. So Right, right. Good on him and enjoy your retirement. You don't have to do a goddamn thing. You oh, made your set. M's. set. So, um, other than that, the Padres, you mentioned a few episodes ago um, that they could be the favorite to win the chip. And First of mm, all, you're welcome for having such great foresight. Secondly, holy shit. Little do you know, they are now third behind the Dodgers and Yankees to Which win is, the chip. That's absurd because they should be first. They have built away. a bomb squad. There's no point. With Machado and Tatis Jr. And now their starting lineup Snell. I think is projected as the number one pitching rotation. They yeah. have Blake Snell. They just picked up you Darvish. You mentioned earlier they're going for this Japanese ace over in their league. Yeah. I, I honestly to tell you the truth as much as I want baseball and sports to go back to normal, just don't even play the fucking season. That team. There's no point. Just make the Padres World Series rings. Make the World Series trophy with the Padres I name on it. I wouldn't go that Ship far Ship it on yet. out there. I'm there. I wouldn't I'm go that there. far yet because the Dodgers. Padres go undefeated. Because the Do- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, now I have somebody to point to. I'm right? just kidding. 162-0. Right, right. <laughs> Um, the Dodgers still have something to, talk, to say about that. And the Yankees always will have something to say about sure, that. Sure. Because the Yankees, no matter what happens during the season, they yeah, will make the, the playoffs. And in the playoffs, they are a whole different beast. Yeah, they're still the Yankees. But yeah. it's just so hard to look at the Padres they're, and not say something ridiculous like they're going to go undefeated. No, yeah, they're I mean, so young, so stacked, so hungry. The only way a team is going to beat them is by slipping like melatonin in their Gatorade. <laughs> like, how do you beat them at night with a stick? That's how, okay? <laughs> for real, they're coming for, they're coming for the, uh, the whole league now. They, yeah. they want it. Yeah, no, it's... Um, Ah, Jesus. Going on to the NBA, no cases of COVID. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and they're not in bubbles. They're doing their travel thing now. It's no it fans, is, right? It is strict. No fans. You know, there's a lot of strict rules. So, let but me, Adam uh, Silver has the fucking the, the he has the mental capacity to do things like this. Right. 
and he has the support of the league. Now, we've said it before, and I'll say it again, that comparing the NBA and the NFL is super dangerous because of the size of what we're doing here, yes. right? There are, like, 30 times more people involved in the game in the NFL than there is in the NBA, but that's not to say that something similar can't be done. Now, the NFL has done good because we've made it 17 weeks. We've had With our some season. Hiccups, but... Some hiccups, right. But to your point, Adam Silver has really, really... He it. Yo, he figured it out. Yeah. He probably has the cure for COVID. <laughs> that, that is a hot take. <laughs> Adam Silver, if you hear this... We love your bald, we, shiny head. For real. I, I hope... You are immortal. Yeah. Yes. Because I don't want another commission for the NBA. Is it legal? Is it like against antitrust laws for a commissioner to be the commissioner of multiple leagues? I was... Yo, you read my mind. <laughs> you read my mind. Please, and Adam Silver, kick out Roger Goodell and, and take over the NFL. Bud Selig. Uh, Bud Selig is not horrible. He has done a terrific job. But right. your time is coming and, and give it to this man. I will never like, and I'll go off on a tangent, I will never agree and or like an MLB commissioner as long as Pete Rose has not received an official pardon. Send that man to the Hall of Fame, give him what he deserves. He bet, I don't care. He bet on himself to win. I don't care what baseball commissioner does what for the game as long as Pete Rose is not in the Baseball Hall of Fame, you are a bad commissioner. And I said what I said. That's a fucking cool. Ooh, that was the first I said what I said of the fucking New Year. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> anyway, we got to move on. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, with the NBA still going on, Steph Curry lost his goddamn mind. 62 points against Portland. Yeah. He started off really slow this season. Right, right. Obviously, Clay's still out. The team sure. starting to learn with their players they got. Basketball is a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. And people were trying to say that this, and I'm going to say it now, this Hall of Fame point guard can't do what he do and i'm and so he goes out right and he cues the michael jordan meme and says i take this shit personally yeah so i'm gonna take a poop on your head yeah he did and i did and i took that personally Mm -hmm. and he said what he said yeah yeah now i can't let you go for long because we are running late on time but do your thing now with the nba (laughs) everyone knows i am a huge knicks fan and i am riding this wave right now. Tom Thibodeau has changed this team. They are playing fierce. They are playing hungry. They are playing defense. Are you not defense concerned? Something that most teams don't do in this league anymore. They are playing. They literally just beat the Pacers the other night by playing defense. They got the key block that led to a fast break dunk that led to the win. You literally sound like me every April after the NFL draft. Are you not concerned at all with this unbridled hope that you are experiencing the New York Knicks? I'm not saying they're going off to win the NBA title. Okay. I'm I not trying saying, to like drag you down. No. I'm just I'm concerned about your mental health as a friend. They are young, <laughs> they are hungry, and they have a, a they have a a face to them now. They have they they have something about them now. They're not just a team going out there and don't know what they're doing. Okay. They're playing defense. They have a personality and they're writing it. They are three and three. They have beaten the reigning MVP Bucks and Giannis by thirty fucking points. 
I'm just saying. It's like three and winning three. the first leg of a four by four. I dude. don't care. They're still playing. They are race playing, left. but I like how they are playing. They are playing great, and I see them doing. It. That was the best thing the Knicks did. Dolan actually did something right. Holy crap! I'm Dolan. I'm you signed Leon Rose, and and he came in and brought in Tom Thibodeau, and he's changing this team. I like it. All right, now we got to switch to boxing. Talk to me about uh, Ryan Garcia. Over in the boxing world, everyone knows Spencer Jr., sure. and Terrence Crawford, sure. and, and GGG, and Canelo, sure. and these guys that are dominant and doing the things. And they won their matches this sure. week. Yeah. And, and and Spencer Jr. and Terrence Crawford are jabbing at each other for their match. They want to go at it against each Saw other. Saw that. But this guy, Ryan Garcia, social media star, undefeated boxing. Mm. I've watched a few matches. Out of all the matches I've seen of all these boxers, this match last night, that kid's movement, wow, that hook. The way he dropped this kid. With a body shot. With like a it's one, body it's shot. one thing to knock somebody out like on the Rocky jaw. Like Rocky Balboa. Right? right. It's one thing. So people don't understand, right? So uh, there's a little nerve where your lower jaw connects with your skull. And that's why you wear a mouthpiece, right? Because it's literally an off button. So if you get hit the wrong way in the face, you get knocked out because you hit the off button. There is a thing in your body. Getting hit in the stomach, in the liver like that and getting knocked out. I mean, he didn't pass out knocked out, but he got a TKO. If you haven't seen it, look up the fight. Watch that clip. The kid just still stood there for Mm. a second and they waited and... Took a step back and just dropped to the canvas. Yeah. Like could like he even was mad at himself. He was like, "Fuck, I he I can't breathe." When his body caught up, yep. Like he was like, "Oh, I ate that," and then his body's like, "No, you, you did not." Like I'm hurting. <laughs> he like that mean, to bruh. the ground. The ref did the whole ten yeah. count. He still could not get up. No, it wow. My liver thanked me after watching that. I heard my liver and all the abuse that I give it say thank you for not putting me through that. And then I'm I, just an Olympic drinker. And you know what's crazy? I after that that fucking match, I quickly ran real quick, looked up his Instagram and saw one of his videos. His buddy's wearing like one of those, you know, boxing sure, sure. chest protectors. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a work pad, out a body, body shots. Yeah, yeah. Bro, he gives him like eight body shots and the kid was like, I quit. I'm done. Like not the shit hurts. It. I'm not about it. I'm fat. I have my own padding. Plus padding. I'm not about it. Mm. Not about it. So, watch out for this kid. He's 21 and 0 now. There you go. And honestly, let's just keep rolling. Uh, right around the world of the NFL, we'll move right into it. Uh, if you haven't watched, again, like we said, week 17 has concluded. Mm-hmm. Derek Henry, and Is let me force. put some respect on that name. Yeah. Yeah. King Henry mm-hmm. has netted now over 2,000 yards rushing this season. That's uh, one of eight players in all of NFL history. Yes. Last man to do it is still playing in the league. Can you name him? I cannot. AP, baby. I was not prepared for that. Adrian Peterson. Was not prepared for 2,097 that. 2,097 yards yeah. in 2014, I believe. I should have known that. He came right off of his ACL tear. To turn around and come nine yards short of the record. I do remember that, and I'm very And he missed it on a touchdown run, I think it was. Yep. I'm very upset that that didn't come to mind because I knew that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you've watched Henry run, so it makes sense. 
for players. No one wants to hit him. No one wants to tackle him. And it makes sense for players like AP or like Bo Jackson or these, not that they're smaller guys that can't hit you, but they are more speed backs. You recognize them for their cuts and their running ability. And I'm not saying Derrick Henry can't cut, but Jesus, he does it by running through you. I I apologize for not looking up the yards after contact, but... My his God, his fifty-two yard run that he had yesterday. L- watch the play from start to finish, from when the cute went from when Tannehill says hike, he hits the hole, and everyone looked like if you turned on a light in Section Eight housing and the roaches were running away because no one wanted to hit him, and then ran behind him, kind of gingerly slowing, right, trying to like, show their I effort that I'm trying to get him, him. right. Well, here's the thing. Last year in the playoffs against the Ravens, he made Earl Thomas run the other way and use him as a blocker. And then this season, right, like, we all made fun of Earl Thomas. You're a coward. You're a pussy. You can't hit him. And then this season, people out here making dumbass business decisions trying to tackle him and getting buried on national television. Like, Jesus. I think he had a world record of, like, uh, stiff arms should be recorded. I facts. Should be recorded. That needs to be a record, <laughs> yes. And, and honestly, I'm willing to bet you that 1,500 yards or more are yards after first contact for him. Okay, so you also know with him now surpassing 2K, he is a triple crown holder. He has the lead in... Rushing yards, mm-hmm. carries, and NFL rushing touchdowns with 17. That makes sense. He's a triple it. crown holder this year. I can see it. I can see it. And we'll get into whether we think he'll win an award later or not. Um, and then we've got Mike Evans, who comes out and scores. Quietly. Yep. He has seven straight seasons of over 1,000 yards receiving each, and then immediately goes out on an injury. Dude, did you see that play? He I like hyper extended. Yeah, that was that me. was the diagnosis. Con- yeah, I, hopefully nothing tore. Right. Maybe a strain. Right, I, right. They're I, gonna need I, him for the playoffs. I think he's fine for next week. Sure. Um, if not, I think they're still okay because one, Bucks are playing. What's that team that doesn't have a name? And two, <laughs> Antonio Brown, like you said, Don't has been fucking blowing up. Yeah, and Antonio Brown three straight games for the touchdown. Hold it down. I get it. I get it. Um, and then we've got Justin Jefferson setting a rookie uh, record for receiving yards My in man. the Super Bowl era. Not including just the AFL, just in the Super Bowl era. But still, with 1,278 yards. And also ties OBJ as a rookie with seven 100-yard games this season. I just That means say. almost half of his games played, he has gone off. I just want to say... I have the man, and I believed in the man in fantasy football. I drafted you from day one, man. True that. And you've been a starter in my lineup since, like, week three. Unwavering. And you're looking at the champ. All right. Can we get into that in the degenerates, please? I'm just saying. I said what I said, sir. I said what I said. (laughs) Uh, So that's all we have for Around the NFL news. I know that there's other things. Um, but like I said, we're going to get into the playoff seating and our predictions here shortly. We're going to grab a beer and do some more chit chatting. And you should uh, grab a beer. We'll be, yeah, you should grab a beer. It'll be like 10 seconds, but yeah. we'll be back. So on Saturday at 1 PM, 
because we've got three games each day, which makes me super happy. That's the nice part about the playoffs. Uh, Saturday, 1 p.m., we've got the seventh. It still throws me off. Yeah. The Saturday games, they still throw me off. For sure. Uh, we've got the seventh seeded Colts versus the second seed Bills, which I like this matchup. Weird to say, yeah. I, I like the matchup though. Like it's a, I like even the Colts at seven. Yeah, they're seven, but like right, their defense is top five. They've got a great defense. Yeah, it's gonna be a good but game. Philip Rivers earned his spot finally yeah. in a, in a, in a good. Do they win? I don't know. So my prediction is that the Bills win. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. But can I tell you, I will not be overtly surprised if, if they pull it out. If yeah, if the Colts pull it out, I think the Colts probably have a forty percent chance to win. So again, I'm staying with the Bills. But I mean, it's don't... a battle of two great defenses, yeah. which both are steamrolling right now. Yeah. Um, if the Colts can shut down, the Bills Josh have a Allen. better offense though. Yeah, they do. If if the Colts can contain Alish, uh, Allen and keep him in the pocket, I think that's a key to victory. But then you keep him in the pocket and he's throwing to Stefan Diggs. Sure. Cole Beasley. Sure. Yeah, Cole Beasley, who has had a quiet but amazing year. Um, a career year. Yeah. Yeah, and I understand that. And I'm not saying that shutting him his run game down is ultimately, you know, that's, that's the 100% chance way to win. But not having to worry about Josh Allen's leg think, allows you to get into more nickel and dime packages. I also think Philip River needs to go out there and play turnoverless football. Yeah, he needs as to have a As long as you game. do not turn over the ball, you have a chance of winning. Agreed. You cannot let that defense, because if that defense gets a turnover, it's there's over. a 75% chance they're scoring sure. either on that turnover or... Sure. Or that next drive. Sure. No, for sure. I definitely agree that that turnover, winning the turnover battle will be the key for the Colts. Uh, but overall, I'm taking the Bills. Yeah. And um, I've been riding them heavy all season. Yeah, and it's it's hard. It's hard. I'm happy for Bills Mafia. It's hard as the Jets fan. Hey, um, you know what? I got to give it to them. No, they've played, yeah, I, they've played they're good They're New football. York, and they're... Standing on it that they're still New York too, like yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on Sunday, one p.m., we've got the sixth seed Ravens. Quickly, and uh, Governor Como approved yeah. seven about seven thousand fans for the Bills playoff yeah. game. But the real question is, how many tables are approved in Orchard Park? Uh, they still ban tailgating. Bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit. But I still think people just come in with a table and yeah. set that shit up inside and you can't, break a table. You can't stop the Bills Mafia. <laughs> and and if any Bills players or coaches, team members listen to this, if a touchdown is scored and no celebration with a table happens, I'm disappointed. Yes. I want to see that as an yes. NFL celebration. Diggs. That, I'm about to say, Diggs should have one already <laughs> set in the end zone, so when he runs into it, he's just yeah. swan diving <laughs> into it. Um. So yeah, Sunday 1 p.m., 6 seed Ravens, 3rd seed Titans. Who do you got? Ooh, I've, this I've, is another pretty good matchup. I've got the uh, I've got the Titans. You think they? This is actually a battle of the matchup. This is a rematch of them last year to yeah. see who goes into the uh, cha- uh, AFC Championship. Yeah. And um, I've got the Titans this time. I, I just I'm, think I'm riding you with the Titans. Yeah, they've played. Uh, a, everybody on that team has played career years. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Tannehill. 
has played just, amazing. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Tannehill doesn't have numbers, right? And he never will. He's not that kind of quarterback. But he hasn't turned the ball over. Well, he quietly he's does. making good throws. He is allowing his run game to win. And his good luck on the re- His completion percentage is actually one of the top in the leagues. Yeah. Um, well, because it's smart coaching. They're not putting him in positions. over th- three, 3,500 yards. Right. And his TD to turnover ratio is Damn what it good. should be. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, and I, I like the and Ravens. And then you have the workhorse in King Henry. Right, exactly. And I like the Ravens, but I think they're too hot and cold. I think they're too flashy for me. I think they're too predictable. See, I disagree you're not, with you're that. Not, but... Everyone, a 11-man blind squad defense can go out there and stop Lamar Jackson's throwing game. All you got to do is focus on the run game. See, I don't know. I still throws, think Lamar Jackson's dangerous in the pocket. He won this last game with 18 passes. Fair 11 enough. completed. Fair enough. They ran for 400 yards. No, and I get you there. I get you. And overall, I don't disagree that it's not difficult to stop the Ravens. When they're hot, they're super hot. But the problem is, is they get streaky. Yeah. Whereas the Titans are just consistently pounding and grinding and, and winning. You know, so I've got the Titans. My notes say the fifth seed Browns versus the fourth seed Browns, but really it's the fifth seed uh, Steelers <laughs> versus the fourth seed or fifth seed Browns versus the fourth seed Steelers at yeah. Sunday at eight fifteen, which, as we all know, is really going it's to a be a rematch again of this week seventeen, yeah, man, which was a battle. Actually, the Browns played more than the scored. Uh, they allowed the Steelers to come back, right? Which is crazy because it was Mason Rudolph. It yeah. was second strings. Um, I think the Steelers take this. Browns are too streaky for me. Yeah. Um, it's a whole different ball game right. when it comes to playoffs. Playoffs. And, um, right. Playoffs. Right. I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the only thing that goes through my fucking head. Um, and Big Ben knows playoffs. Right. He has rings. Right. And it's just going to fuel him a little bit more that it's a divisional game. Right. And Baker really might think he has a shot, which the Browns. I'm not can't saying have they don't. Right. I'm not saying they don't. But Big Ben's going to show why right. he has a playoff career right. record that he does. And and I agree with you. The Browns do have a shot. Again, I think this is another sixty forty game. Sixty percent Steelers, forty oh, yeah. percent Browns. I think the Browns have a shot. For me, it just comes down to the Browns are too streaky. And I know towards the end of the, Steel- the season, the Steelers got cold, which is a dangerous thing. But experience, like you just mentioned, experience is on the side of the Steelers in coaching, in players, in every way, shape, and form. Um, so I just, I have to take the Steelers in this. Um, so now we'll move over to the NFC. Um, so I forgot to mention the Chiefs have a first round buy in the AFC. Which is obvious. Shot. I mean, I know a lot of players weren't playing, but for them to lose to the char- Chargers, that kind of threw me a little bit. Well, the Chargers took them to OT the first time they played, and they had all their starters, so I can't say I was surprised. No? I can't say I was surprised, but I, I they have the, the first-round bye, so they'll play in the divisional matchup, and I think they'll win. Uh, but that's for next week. Uh, the NFC, the Packers have the first round bye. Not shocked there. Aaron Rodgers has just lost his mind this for year. Any win, yeah. Like they were making sure they were solidifying yeah. that first. My buddy hit me up and was like, "Hey, I'm placing some bets. Should I?" I was like, "Bet on the Packers." Easy. And he was like, 
You sure? You did, like it's not a game they need. I was like, are you kidding? It me? doesn't matter. They need that game. If they don't win that game and the Saints win, they're flip flopping seeding. Right, right. Yeah, and who doesn't want a first round bye? And who doesn't in Lambeau Field? Right. Yeah, Ooh. and then to play the rest of your games at home for sure, for sure. Um, so then at Sunday, four forty, we had the seventh seeded Bears who snuck in versus the two seed Saints. Trubisky has been. I'm not writing. Don't look at me like that. I'm not writing Trubisky. I'm just saying his last few games have been impressive, and he has been doing what they thought he might be able to do, and that's how they snuck in. You they t- pulled out wins. I want you to say right here and right now that Mitchell Trubisky beats Drew Brees. Then shut up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, no, but I see what you're saying. Trubisky did play good games towards the end of the season. It's what allowed the Bears to get in. It's all a moot point because the Saints are going to go to the NFC Championship to choke like they normally do. Um, but yes, the the Saints win this one, and it's like 90-10 for me. I don't think that <laughs> oh. the Bears can even... And the reason I'm only giving I, I'm giving them ten percent in the first place is because it's the playoffs and weird things happen. The only but. the only reason I would agree with you on that ten percent is if that that ten percent means Kamara didn't pass COVID protocol and he's out. Ooh, right. That's, That's the storyline. Only way I see them somehow sure. magically winning right. the game is that Kamara wasn't there to begin with. That's a storyline that I completely forgot about. Is that Kamara yeah, missed got the, the whole, last game? The, the whole, whole running, running back, back yeah. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Even still, I, I just don't think the Bears, you don't even have to let, they could line up in a in a zero set for the Saints the entire game and still win. Honestly, it just should have been Packers and Saints first round buys. Yeah, well, well, this, well, this year with the new. That's what it should have been. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so then uh, at Saturday 440, we've got the six-seeded Rams going into Seattle to play the Seahawks. I like the matchup because they're both, like you mentioned early, how the other teams are now sometimes streaky. They, yeah. These are two streaky teams later yeah. on this in the season. Agreed. Agreed. Don't know what they're going to do. I, I'm Yeah, I, this is hard. Pr- I want to say the Seahawks, but this both, is a 50-50 game. Both defenses are supposed to be top five defenses, sure. but then end up showing up some days looking like a, a, a fucking ranked 31st team defense. Sure, and both offenses are air raid, high-flying like, offenses, but... Again, get super duper streaky. Yo, Lockett, he drops 50 points in fantasy every week, bro. My God. He's every never week? gonna live that lo- down, is he? Nah, that's <laughs> always gonna be a stinger. That's gonna be my uh, my fantasy name next year. Lockett for 50. <laughs> <laughs> that means you gotta draft him. It's <laughs> gonna be ignorant. Um, anyway, so, no, this is a 50-50 game for me. Um, um, I, I, I'm going to give it to the Seahawks. Same home field advantage is the reason. For I me. say that 12 invisible 12 man helps. Um, I think Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf connect. Yeah. And yeah. I think Jamal Adams shows up. Quite, but good year over in the Seahawks for him. Yeah. And all honesty, I give it to the Seahawks, I guess because of history, um, and and simply because they're playing in Seattle, I might give it to the Rams if they were playing in L.A., uh, but they're not. So then we have a, a thing that pisses me off in the NFL. Uh, the Bucks, the fifth seed Bucks, have to go into the seven and nine fourth seed Washington football team. Hey, hey, Seahawks! 
years ago were seven and nine I know. and made and the playoffs. And it pissed me off then, and I watched the Falcons do the same thing. It pisses me off that losing teams just win mad. their division and then get to host home I'm baby. just mad that the Bucks aren't coming into New York. That's uh, what gets me mad. Watch the Giants play Giants killer. Well, no, the Giants should have made it. The, we'll get to those goddamn fucking Eagles. Well, yeah, bro. we'll talk about how they fucked that up. Uh, but that would have been nice to see Brady coming and lose in the Meadowlands. Uh, Did you but, see Chase Young after the win last night? He's no. running off the field saying, I want Tom Brady. I'm coming for you, Tom Brady. I can't wait to watch my... So, you're going to hate me. And everybody else will. And that's fine. Because one of the standalls on this show is I said what I said and I'm doing it now. I'm taking Washington. I'm taking the Washington football team here, and I'll even go one step further. I'm taking Washington next week, and I don't care who the hell they play. And I'm putting Washington in the national in the NFC conference in the championship. Are you do? Are you? I'm are you doing standing that? on it. You're doing. I'm that. standing on it because Washington's winning this week, and then I'll take them again next week. Because Montez Sweat Who would they play next Young. week? They would play... It don't matter. It don't matter if they play the Packers. I don't care. They wouldn't play the Packers. Uh, there is a scenario in which case they would play the Packers. If the Saints, Seahawks, and Washington all win, they'd have to go to Green Bay. And I would still take the Washington football team. I'm taking them. I'm saying Washington beats the brakes off of Brady. Because A, that was a good alliteration. And B... Brady has proven that if you can get in his face quick, fast, and in a hurry, he breaks down like a little girl, and I think Chase Young and Montez Sweat can do that. It's a feel-good story, too. You done? Maybe. Okay, so, <laughs> um, I see where you're going against the Bucks because Chase, that defense can get to Tom Brady. Fourth in the league? And, and, and can get turnovers and score on turnovers. I can see them beating the Bucks. Am I going to? Would I bet on that? No, I would. I would still say some. I would say the Bucks win. I'm saying the Bucks win. Okay. Um, but I see your argument of how they can win this matchup. Now to win two games in a row, I don't see them going into Seattle, going into uh uh. I don't see them going for any of the. I don't see the Rams coming into the. I don't see any of those other teams. Whoever wins those games, going against the what the f team over here. And, <laughs> That's and, how I and, read it every time. WTF. And, yeah, and and win and them winning. No, no, no. I, I'm telling you, it's a feel good story. I think they are rallying heavily behind Ron Rivera. I think they're rallying I think heavily Ron behind is Alex the, is Smith. The mind be, he's obviously the mind behind it. He sure. knows. He's literally. Like picking the player up and putting him in the position in the field yeah. exactly where he needs to be at that moment in time. It's hard for me, although they barely won against an Eagles who tried to lose that game, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. I still take Washington. The playoffs are a different season, man. The playoffs are a completely different season. And I like Washington in that season. Bro, but you got Tom Brady who has six rings and is technically Mr. Playoff. Um, with Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Godwin, and Gronk. That's if Evans is healthy. Yeah, Gronk, I'm let's not you, pretend Antonio Gronk has been, uh, Antonio, has been stellar. He's played very good, the, two out of his last three sure. games. But Antonio Brown's a whole different ball game now. 
And I see, yeah. and he's only been playing better and better, sure, and better, sure, and better. I agree. And now you're throwing him in the playoffs. Agreed. Playoffs. Right. I agree. I talk about playoffs. I agree with you. I'm still taking Washington in a 60-40 matchup for me. I'm taking Washington. All right. In a 59 or no, uh, yeah, 49-51. Cut it out. So that's 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 all we have uh, for the that's playoff matchups and predictions. Let us know. Like I said before, breaking down the tape at yahoo.com. Feel free to comment. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Tell me why I'm right uh, because I am a narcissist and I want to hear the <laughs> reasons right. that I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I do. I I I'm not gonna lie. I bet on the Bucks to win. If I'm but, a betting man, I agree. But I hope. Chase Young, like you said, beats Marks. the fucking breaks off of Tom Brady. Yep. Like, shakes him up to the point that the man is contemplating retirement next season. Chase Young gets three sacks, an interception, and a forced fumble. I will counter you and say three sacks, one strip sack for a fumble. Okay. And I call it at that. Okay. No, that's fair. The interception is a little... It's a little extra. Ballsy for me. But, but I would... I would... I would contemplate that... It's the that, new man cave. I would contemplate that strip sack to a fumble return. You think he recovers his own? He's done it before. He's a big That dude. man is nasty. Again, <laughs> Yo, especially nasty. if I'm playing offense, right? Like, if I'm a 5'11", buck 89 running back, he's, and he's, I see Chase Young pick that football up... I'm making a lot of business decisions. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not uh, Boston Scott gonna go hawk that man down. I'm making business. I'm gonna do that like fat man shoulder jump where I'm like pretending to run, but I'm really not. It's and like, it just it's looks like, like King it. Henry and Prince Young. Yeah. Yo, I like it. Anyway, uh, that's all we have. Honestly, let's just roll into the years of your MVP. Oh, yes. Oh, let's go. So... You want to start with the. We, that, as we covered the other day, you like Krabby Patties, don't you? Shut <laughs> up, so stupid. I saw what I saw. Um, MVP is going to Aaron Rodgers, hands um, down. The only one, and I'm like completely and, and retracting. Only solidified in him more because Patty Mahomes didn't play his game. Sure, and I'm completely like, like backpedaling <laughs> on an entire season of defending Patrick Mahomes. I think the only one that we could be sleeping on here is Josh Allen. Um. Like I said, Patty Mahomes will always have the stats to be in the race of MVP. It's sure. not the fact that he shouldn't win MVP. It's the sure. fact that he is not the most valuable player on his team this season. That's honestly where you caught me. That's this that is where you convinced season. me. Yeah. No, I agree. That with team you. is so stacked that there is no MVP on that team. No, and last year, yeah, because he's a kid, no one thought of, sure. blew up. Showed up sure. and proved it right. over the last two seasons when he start, took the starting job and became a, and won MVP and then came the next season and won a Super Bowl. He showed it, but there's no there's that team. There's, this year, Aaron Rodgers just showed it day in and day out. Agreed. It came down to the last game where he needed to play this game. Patty Mahomes could sit out the game this. Right. That last, he sat out like the last three weeks. Right. He had to play out the entire 17-week season. He needed the 17th week's win, and he went out, threw for fucking a million yards and a million TDs. <laughs> no, I get you. And like I said, and you've convinced me. You've won. I lost on Patrick Mahomes. 
The only one that I would say is a close but argument. But you're right on sleeping on Josh Allen. You know, I don't know if you could plug another player into that system. Because, right, like you've said, that's that's the measurement here for most valuable player, you know, in the NFL. And if Can it wasn't, and if, and if Aaron Rodgers didn't that? play the way he played this season, right, I would completely agree that the battle would be against Josh Allen and Patty Mahomes. Yeah, no, I agree with and you. And I think Patty Mahomes would pull it out. But Josh Allen definitely... I think Josh Allen will finish second in voting. Because because of the very thing that we've talked about. Is if you plug... What, this year? Yeah. I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen second. I, I told you. I'm retracting hmm. an entire season's worth of arguments. Hmm. Yeah. Shut up. I mean, I won't... I won't, <laughs> I won't I'm, not, I'm not fighting you on you. I still think it will be Rodgers, Patty Mahomes, and I think Josh Allen will be third. Okay. I, I mean, Possibly I'm not third because either. you gotta say King Henry... Is making his argument for MVP. No, that's fair. He is making his argument. No, and that's he's fair. going to be probably the only other player other than a, uh, outside of QB right. in that in that talk. That's fair. That's fair. I can see him once getting you, a fair once you clips two K, you have to be in talk for MVP. Well, that's actually a great thing that we bring up because I think he's going to win Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, King Henry, to be clear. Yes. I think Derrick Henry wins Offensive Player um, of the Year. Not so much MVP, just because of Aaron Rodgers and then Josh Allen being in my I, mind second. I think he wins Offensive Player of the Year, though, King Henry. I think they give it to King Henry, but my my personal choice, which I still think will come in second place to King Henry if, he dove, if they do give it to him, sure. is Justin Jefferson. I can see that, too. I would That man, mad. I mean, he's, as a rookie... Broke the record during Super Bowl yep. era, like we mentioned earlier. Receiving is mentioned yards. with Anquan Bolden, Randy Moss. I uh, mean, uh, he's done something that not even Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, T.O. None, none of those guys have done. Seven games with a hundred plus receiving yards. You know, and I think me, I think if he, if King and he's Henry got Kirk Cousins throwing to him, he throws for a lot of yards. He's just a shitty quarterback. <laughs> he just throws for a lot of fucking yards. That's a weird ass statement. It's isn't like it? fucking uh, Winston. <laughs> throws for a lot of yards and TDs, but he also throws a lot of interceptions. Yeah, no, fair point. Kirk Cousins just throws a lot of less in interceptions. He's like a he little just bit. Those ducks. He's yeah. like the father of Winston. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my argument would be Justin Jefferson, if not King Henry. All right, I, and I could see the argument, but it's just. But it's I hard think, for me I, to I not think, give it to King uh, Henry. Yeah. Like I said, 2K, you eclipse 2K. Yeah, it's almost automatically it's yours. Given. Defensive player of the year, I originally said Aaron Donald. Which because it's an easy pick. We sat down before we started recording and we were breaking our heads on this. And we're like, there's no one. That, literally no one that stands out. So who do you give it to? And it has to be Donald. But I say TJ Watt. I gave it some thought. And I'm I'm recanting my Aaron Donald. Although it is an easy pick. Yeah. I'm saying T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, I think, has just been hyper-instrumental in what the Steelers do. I, when you, you didn't even tell me T.J. Watt before you started, like, ty- you typed it in first, and I just looked, and I said, huh. I, I mean, I, I can agree. I mean, he has, he's got sacks, interceptions, I mean, He's I lamented not having the stats, MVP but of the Steelers defense. Uh, yeah, for sure, and that's a stacked defense with Minka Fitzpatrick back there at safety. Yeah. You know, but I'm not going to be blown away if Aaron Donald wins it. But I also it'd be nice I if think, someone else wins it. I think T.J. Watt will get it over Donald. I just do. I I think 
even if TJ doesn't win it this year, he wins one within the next two or three seasons, possibly more than one. Fair point. And it's just going to solidify that Watt family. There's no way that the Watt bro- the Watt family does not have Defensive Player of the Year running through the whole... Oh, yeah. There's no way. Yeah, they're ridiculous. That whole family. Can you imagine no being way. their parents, producing three NFL players? I'm telling it's you, absurd. he's going to. He, I, I can see, I can see that. I like, I like that pick. So now we got to bring it back to offensive rookie of the year, and this is where I will say Justin Jefferson, and unanimously so. I think Justin Jefferson just cleans house, takes every vote possible. You just can't convince me otherwise. I. Well, the only reason why you said it unanimous is because I said he should win it unanimously. But, but, if there was going to be one person to put up a fight against this guy for this award. I agree. It would be that mini bad man (laughs) on the Chargers. Yeah. No, I can see Justin Herbert putting up a fight. Um, and if Joe Burrow didn't get hurt, we're playing a whole lot of what ifs here. Yeah. Uh, but, also, yeah. But I just think to to mention a rookie receiver with the likes of Randy Moss and Anquan Bolden, that's all you need to tell. Just me. just for him to put up, I think Justin Jefferson wins it. I I doubt it'll be unanimous. I think he wins it by a long shot. It's right. not going to be unanimous because someone always fucks that up. Sure. There's always um, got to be that one guy. Um, and I think that vote will go to Herbert. Right. Like you said, Joe Burrow could have been a what if. Um, but what if Herbert would have started the whole season? That three, four, what, what, three weeks he missed? That's, it's a dangerous what if game. Because, again, I can turn around and tell you what if Joe Burrow played the whole season. You know, it's a dangerous what if game. But, ipso facto, Justin Jefferson wins in my mind. So should we skip this next award because it's it's going to yeah. be unanimous? Yeah. It, again, we're not going to spend any time on this other than saying defensive rookie of the year is Prince Young. Young. Prince Young? Yeah. Speak, Prince, speak correctly. My apologies. Prince Young. <laughs> we um, said what we said. Now it's solidified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there's no argument here. I'd love to see anybody trying to argue with me on this. It's Chase Young. There's no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's the only rookie on defense I've even paid attention to. Yeah. And then I accidentally switched these in my notes. So we'll do Coach of the Year, um, Ron Rivera. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Ron Rivera wins Coach of the Year. Um, um, I mean, it, having battled through cancer, yep, coming he to was the Washington IVs football during team, some of the games during halftime. Right. And, and I mean, we'll, I'll even stay away from the feel-good story of battling through cancer and coaching yeah. his team to a playoff spot. I'll just talk about what he's done for Washington as a, as, on the yeah. football field, right? So you're coming from this garbage team, and, and for most of the season they were, battling back and forth between an aged, injured veteran and a young, unproven, apparently idiot rookie, and battles through terrible ownership, a name change, all of this a hype. A name change. They didn't even change the name. They just uh, dropped it. loss. <laughs> um, all of this <laughs> negative press and negative hype, and they're sitting at the four seed. A losing record. But a playoff I mean, he all won the his division. And I That's always, all you have to do. You I just always have to stand, win six games a season. I don't care. I stand by it. A div- if you win your division, you earn your seed. 
Yep. I don't care what your record is. You just that have- is stronger than any record. Or any- you win your division, you earned your spot. The minimum requirement to make the playoffs is six and ten. You must win six games, and those six games are against division opponents. He didn't win all six, but he won enough to get in and control his fate in the last game. He didn't need help. Washington football team controlled their own fate. Yep. Winning it. And they went out and did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. So, Regardless of the fact of what should have happened. I'm going to take Ron Rivera. I would agree on you 100%, but I won't. I uh, firmly believe Ron Rivera has all the credentials and everything sure. this season to win it. Um, I think he'll be in the top three coaches in the talks to win it. Sure. Um, my personal pick is Kevin Stefanski over in the Browns. I, I don't think um, it's a terrible he's, pick. He's, I mean, he's changed that organization. Sure. Um, ups and downs, some what ifs and what ands here right. and there. But from going <clears throat> winless to almost winless to now a, eleven and five, right? Yeah, not winning your division, but making the playoffs, making the playoffs, beating the Steelers, to showing a playoffs. statement. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless what happens, losing your top receiver, regardless what happens, losing your top receiver and switching the what happens if let's play a big what if OBJ plays the whole season, they don't win anything. I don't think they make the playoffs. Nope. I think they go six and ten. We said it when he got injured, and it played out. Uh, I said what I said. They OBJ go six and ten. Was the best thing that happened to them. They go six and ten, but um, it, it, and regardless what they do in the playoff game, win, lose, whatever, it, it, the reward, the award doesn't go out for what you do in the playoffs. Right. People forget that. Right. Because the it's awards don't go out season. till after the playoffs are over. Correct. So people get skewed, and they're like, "Oh, this but guy they should did get and, that." Right. No, it's just it's season. regular season. And Kevin Stefanski changed that, that that system. I completely understand. My only counter to that for why Ron Rivera should get it is Ron Rivera won his division. Okay. All of the same arguments that you're making for Stefanski are the same arguments for Rivera. The difference being, Rivera won his division. One could make a lot of allowances for the kind of division I, they I have to play you. in. I, I, that's why I didn't even... I just looked down. No, I get it. Um, and then comeback player of the year again. I'm not going to spend time on Unanimous. it. Unanimous. It's Alex Smith. I mean, dude, just, was, come dude on. was knocking, knock, knocking on death's door for real. And, for and real. here we are. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, we make references here. Um, yeah, if you don't get it, like, dude, <laughs> do like, you. you live under a rock. Facts. <laughs> um, you know, and he's coming out here, and no, Alex Smith will yeah. never make. And? Crazy things. He made the playoffs and made the playoffs. It's he Alex won Smith. his division. Alex Smith after through um, he in, wins the injury. Super Bowl. What? No, no, stop it, stop. He beats I'm Aaron Rodgers. Well, what? I'm putting them in the <laughs> NFC Championship. He beats sir. Patty Mahomes. So, get <laughs> chill, <laughs> chill, sir. Um, but no, it, it's it's Alex Smith and. I mean, you can make an argument maybe for Ben Roethlisberger, no, but no, it's it's Alex Smith. No, 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 no. It's Alex ben, Smith. if Alex Smith didn't play the season, it would be between maybe Big Ben and... I think Ben would have it on a lock. But yeah, for, for me, it's yeah. Alex Smith. Having that injury that you had last year, you know, never supposed to play football again, might have died, and here we come out to win his division. And I, play I, great over yeah. his... I mean... It was an up and down season for him, uh, but, yeah, you know, but... it's, it's, he won. It's all that matters. So let us know what you guys think. I'm going to plug it again, breaking down the tape at yahoo.com. 
Um, yeah, send in what you think your award winners are. We'd love to hear. Who you think are going to uh, your playoff matchup predictions. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back with the fucking Eagles. Chill, those guys. Through that fucking game. And there's no one that can convince me otherwise. Um, like, they just... They gave up. They gave up. I looked at, I looked at Christy, and I was like, there's no way in hell... They don't fire Doug Peterson. No. She was like, oh, but why? He's not a bad coach. He's a really good... I said, yes. He is, on paper, yeah. a really good coach. He won a Super Bowl. But he has lost that locker room. Yep. He has lost that franchise. He has lost that city. Yep. He has been indecisive, bad play calling, doesn't know who his QB is from week one to week two to week three, mm-hmm. bad with social media, bad with the press. Every yeah. move he has made in Philly is just wrong. Yeah. I think his best bet is to go somewhere else. And I was reading a lot of reports before the game that they were talking about contract extensions. And I was like, all right. I mean, There's maybe not no the best way. thing in the world. No way he stays in Philly. And they jump from like the ninth pick to the sixth pick. Now. Losing this game. Everyone's Who cares? Like, oh, well, you By know, the sixth pick, no one cares. Right. And everyone's like, oh, well, you know. It's they're moving up in the draft pick. No one was blaming the Jets when they were tanking for Trevor, bubble bu- tanking for Trevor. All of this shit. Well, first of all, going tanking for, the, for Trevor when you're zero and thirteen already. Right, going for the number one pick overall is different than going from the ninth to the sixth. Let's not pretend this is some big jump here. It's not thirty second to sixth. It is ninth to sixth. Period. End of story. Like and you're fighting, you're going against a divisional opponent right. with a chance to ruin their playoff hopes. Right. Granted, you're giving it to another divisional opponent, but you that's just, in and or but you had your chance to ruin their shit too. Right. Those matches are done. Right. You have a chance now to ruin their hopes. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing if you start the game with Nate Sudfeld. If they had started the game with Nate Sudfeld... I get it. I get it. This would not be a topic. We would have ended five minutes ago. And this is not a topic. But the fact that you come out there with Jalen Hurts... And who's supposed to be the the parent of Carson Wentz? Because it looks like Carson Wentz Wentz is out. out. And and he's supposed to be the starter, but now you're saying... wasn't playing a bad game. I yeah, mean, he's, he made a couple of mistakes. But he had, he's but the only he reason why you were in the game. Two exactly. rushing TDs. Exactly. And then all of a sudden... You're down three. Right. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, let's, let's just change. Let's give this guy reps because he's been on the team for four years. Bruh. And let's, you know, trophy for everyone. You know what it is? Bruh. You know? He's been on... Let's get him some game time reps. What kind of bush league... If you wanted to give that man reps, he had four years... To Bro. get them reps. And I'm not trying to shit on Nate Sudfeld. I'm sorry, Nate, but you're going to catch a lot of hell right now. Who the fuck is Nate Sudfeld? Bro, where were you throwing? You threw a fucking punt to the opposite team. Bro, this is legitimately like saying, hey, I'm sorry, the Little League mandates, this Pop Warner League mandates that everybody gets four plays, so Nate Sudfeld has to be in because he's mandated four plays. You know what I mean? Like, like what kind of Bush League Pop Warner? And then, oh, to have the balls in front of the media to say and defend yourself and say, I stand by my decision. We were losing anyway, and we wanted to get him some reps. And I, Yo, I but I fought for you. the win. 
I was you. fighting for the win. George Bush has had a th- shoe thrown at him for less. I <laughs> wish a recorder th- uh, reporter threw their fucking mic at you. Holy <laughs> There's shit. There's no way that man stays in Philly. I know if we're supposed st- to stop cursing, but that this making me mad. Making me mad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and that you know what? It pisses me off is Pete Rose is banned from the MLB. For far from less betting than... on himself to win something have... that you weren't obviously trying to do. And you have this man <laughs> legitimately the last game of the season. This is how we end a COVID 19 2020 season at, at week 17. And this is nothing on Washington. Crazy. No, Washington has no culpability in this. They went out and played football. But to end the week 17 on a great game, because originally looking at that matchup, it's like, eh, Washington I, and the Eagles. Eagles but then it. there's like a great fucking storyline here. And then I you just the out Eagles. of nowhere rob every NFL fan of my... I I stopped paying attention. I started sending emails to people, and I stopped paying attention. I was mad. I had picked them to win, and... And I, I, I firmly believe if Justin, if Jalen Hurts had would have stood in the game, they win. Yeah, um, they win the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously and Giants to be tied. being a Giants fan would be in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and I would have much rather. Well, actually, I'm happy Washington's in, but it, it's neither here nor there. Again, it doesn't come down to Washington. It's the whole fact that on live national television. You all of a sudden decided to just randomly throw it take away. this guy out and throw the game. Like I said, if you started Wentz, if you started Sudfield, I'd get it. I would I'd get, get it, it even if you took Hurts out and you threw Wentz back in. Right. Well, apparently Wentz didn't even show up to the fucking game. <laughs> That's, yeah, that, that blows, like, I've got to know, Doug. What the, are you, tr- like, does he not want to be part of Philly? Did he decide uh, at want to be part of the NFL? Did he did he go into halftime and say, "Yo, fuck this, I'm retiring. This is how I'm going to retire by getting fired." Like like come on. Come on. Like this is garbage. Like and I'm if you watch NCAA football, if you watch college football, there's this thing called the death penalty. So when a college gets so out of line and does something so egregious, they can actually lose their football team for a year and be disallowed from, like, having football equipment. Like, you don't get to practice. You don't get to recruit. You don't, like, You don't even get to look at the stadium. Facts. You got to walk with your hand up. You got to watch lax players go in there and play lacrosse and soccer. Like, you're not, like, you're not allowed to even think of the word football with a death penalty. I want 31 teams in the NFL next year. I want the Eagles to receive the death penalty and Philadelphia and that trash can city to not have a football next year. I am so mad. I said what I said. Oh, Fuck you, Philly fans. You all can come after I me. And if you're not as mad as I'm mad, you're wrong. I'm like, standing behind you. Bro, I'm so mad. Like, as a if football Philly, If fan, Philly's not just in an outrage right now... Bro, my Philly, watch thinks I'm doing a workout. I'm losing I know, my mind. I know what Philly fans are like. I yeah, know Philly fans are, are... But they're diehard for they their are. team. They are. They are not happy Bro, with losing be. to Washington. It's one thing. If you went out there and lost and you played a hard game like you were playing for the first two and a half quarters, fine. It is what it is. But... Oh, my God! Like, this is worse than the Jets running a cover zero blitz against the Raiders to lose the game. 
Like, at least they didn't bench any starters. It was just a shitty-ass play. They lost their like, chance if the of a Eagles number one called, pick because they won. If Doug Peterson was running, like, fucking nine routes, fly routes the entire game to lose because you know you're not going to win that way, fine. Whatever. But <laughs> so blatantly, like, literally hold up a card and showed it to the camera and said, fuck this, I'm done. That's just disrespectful. It's disrespectful. I I want at Roger Goodell. He'll get a job next year. Yeah, and the Jets. <laughs> oh my god, my blood pressure is up. I can hear my doctor calling. I am so mad right now. So mad. I fuck the Eagles, bro. I'm so they, tired. I mean, I, like I said, they, if the Eagles would have won, which is crazy, they still only lost by six. The Giants right. would be in. The Giants balled out, shitted on the Cowboys. And Tom Brady would have to come into the Meadowlands. Which into the Meadowlands. To, and, and, and which would be perfect because apparently the Giants is the only team that could beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. So that would have mean the Giants. I would have bet the Giants to beat Tom Brady and beat the next team. I'm still taking Washington. But no, it's... Ugh. The Eagles legitimately have a smartwatch and it, it thought I was doing a workout because I was <laughs> losing my mind so bad. Um, so after, after all of that is said and done, um, and still keeping to just barely over an hour, that's it. That is, that is this, that is episode one. That is episode one of the relaunch. That is the conclusion of week 17. Um, yeah, you know, uh, we said at the top of the hour, we're now brought to you by dark arrow podcasts. Um, I've been super excited. We've got, I can't wait to show you guys the pictures of what we've got going on. Hopefully we'll be on YouTube with our uh, with our video here. Um, we always have a blast drinking. Hopefully you guys are listening to us in some safe way. If you're drinking, awesome. I would have to listen to my voice drinking too. <laughs> God, thank you. I don't do the editing. Um, so uh, breaking down the tape at yahoo.com. Please email us. We would love to hear what you guys think. Uh, like, comment, share on any of our socials, Instagram, Facebook. I'm trying to get better with being on Twitter. Um, so look for that and look for YouTube here in the future. TikTok, I'm on TikTok, breaking down the tape. Haven't made any videos yet, but we will be. Um, I'm, uh. I'm forcing Hector into making TikToks with me, uh, because I think they're fun and I'm a giant child. Um, so, uh, next is the degenerates and we'll, we'll talk about that. So listen. And how I'm that. the goddamn champ. That needs to be edited out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but thank you guys for listening and, uh. We said what we said. Said what we said.